Welcome to the Life at Full Blast podcast. I am so excited you're here and ready for your most extraordinary life. I used to escape all the mental turmoil and the spinning by seeking solutions outside of myself. I have lived through that chaos and I see you. I see you fighting and struggling. This is the place to be to find your direction so that you can decide what's next. It's time to stop making your outside circumstances the reason that you can't have what you want. You're in the driver's seat. This is the place to learn what direction to go. If you have ever used the words, I have a money block, or I have a limiting belief around money, then this episode is for you. Welcome to the next episode of the Life at Full Blast podcast, where I'm going to be debunking some of the biggest myths around our sense of spiritual poverty and what we can do about it so that you can get paid for your gifts without burnout, without adrenal fatigue. Years ago, when I was a little girl, I grew up on a farm in rural Alberta. I had a pretty good childhood. I have no complaints. My dad and I butt heads a few times, but for the most part, I had a pretty happy childhood. But we weren't well off. I didn't suffer for anything. There wasn't anything that I went without. We always had food and a roof over our head. I always had clothes to wear to school and all that. But we weren't well off. And I grew up on a farm where work ethic is driven home at a very young age, and we were taught to work hard. And I watched my dad work hard and work hard and work hard as we barely scraped by. And then I watched my dad pass away when I was 16 years old because he worked so hard, the stress got him. With that, I developed a belief in my mind that in order to be successful in business, you had to work hard, scrape by and die young. And so when I began this online business, that's exactly what I did. I worked seven days a week, 15 hour days, some days. I worked hard all the time, constantly hustling. I was barely scraping by. I was living PayPal to PayPal, borrowing from the bank of mom, uh, struggling at the end of every month to be able to pay my bills and literally spinning every night in my head, worried about how I was going to get by and how I was going to make ends meet which was creating a lot of health issues, as I'm sure you can imagine. And because of this work hard, scrape by, die young, I also was not taking care of my health. I was drinking myself to sleep every night because I was so stressed out all the time. And I just didn't see the value in taking care of my well-being because of this belief that I was carrying. Now, we all have our different money stories and our different beliefs around money and what it is and how it works and what the operation of it is in humanity and why we're even using it. But today, I want to talk about a few things that might help you shift your perception in what money is and how we can use it for good, because it can be used for good. And you, if you're catching this, if you're listening to this or you're watching this, you're a good person, which means you will do good with your money. After struggling and scraping by and working with mentors to help me shift that story and to start telling myself a new story around money, 
I chose to align with the frequency of wealth. Now, like I said, I was struggling. I was living PayPal to PayPal. I didn't have any clients. I was working with a few handful of clients. They were paying me very minimal every month. And I was really struggling and I didn't know what to do. And then one day I just said, you know what? Enough is enough. I am done. I'm sick and tired of being broke. I'm sick and tired of being miserable. I'm sick and tired of being stressed out all the time. And I was honestly sick of working seven days a week. Who wants to do that? I didn't come here to work seven days a week, even though I love my work. I came here to adventure and play and experience God's playground. And so in that I'm sick of it, I threw up my hands and I made a decision that I was going to align with the frequency of wealth. 90 days later, I had my first $20,000 month. And 90 days after that, I had a $40,000 month. I did not change my spiritual beliefs. I changed the frequency that I was accessing. If you don't know what this means, please reach out to me because this is not about beliefs. This is not about religious indoctrination. This is not about anything. You could be Jewish, Christian, Catholic. You could be Islamic. It doesn't matter. This is science and it works for everyone. You could be agnostic. It doesn't matter. This is science and it works for everyone because we all have access to different frequencies. And when we choose to align with a frequency in the quantum field, we can then access it and things change exponentially. So I chose to align with the frequency of wealth. I was raised religious. I didn't quite believe in all of it, but there was all these religious connotations and beliefs based on, you know, it's it's not spiritual to make money. It's not good to make money. You're supposed to tithe all your money. Um, if you are rich, you're evil. You know, all these stories that we hear as we're kids and that's been generationally passed down, but has also been passed down through past lives, through our ancestors, this money story, we've, we've been carrying it for so long. And so let's look at the religious connotations. And now I've read the Bible front to back. I've also read the Quran front to back. Long story, we won't get into that today. But I've read a lot of religious studies because I'm a curious little being. And I want to know and I want to understand. And if somebody's going to ask me to believe in something, I got to do all the research to find out why I should believe in it. And so I read the Bible and I read the Quran and I read many other religious texts. Do you know how many verses there are in the Bible about money? Almost 2,500 verses in the Bible about money. Jesus talks more about money than any other topic in the Bible. What does that say? If it's in the Bible and he talks about it often, why are we afraid to talk about it? Money is taboo. We're not supposed to talk about how much we make or how much we don't make. We're not supposed to talk about our beliefs around money. Don't you dare bring up your money story with Uncle Bob at the family dinner. Why is it taboo if one of our greatest perceived religious leaders was talking about money all the time? The second myth that I want to break today, or perhaps at least shift the perception just a little bit, is the concept that money is evil. Money is neither, neither good nor evil. Money does not have a personality. Money doesn't have limiting beliefs. Money doesn't have 
a trauma that happened to it when it was a child. Money, money has not been bullied. Money is simply a tool. That's all it is. It's a tool to be used by humans. Now, humans created said tool, but how we choose to use that tool is up to us. Some of it use, some of people, some people <laughs> use it for what we might perceive as not great things. And you get to choose how you use it. So if you're intentional, and if you're watching this, I know that you live through intention. You're very intentional. You set intentions on the new moon. You do all this intentional work. So if you're intentional with money as well, then doesn't it go to say that you will use your money with good intention? That you will move your money into the world in ways that feel good, that are supportive for both you and others? Just because money has been used by others in ways that you perceive as negative does not mean that money is evil. Money is simply a tool that you have access to use. That's it. So just think about that. If you have worried that money is evil or creating more money is going to be evil or having money at all is evil, you are not an evil person and you will not use money for evil if you are intentional about how you use money, which leads me to the third myth that I want to talk about today. Making money, making more money isn't spiritual. <laughs> I love this one. I love this one. If one of our greatest spiritual leaders of all time perceived, I'm not religious and I don't judge anybody for their beliefs. Anything is welcome here. But if one of our perceived greatest leaders, spiritual leaders of all time, talked about money all the time, then how is it not spiritual? There are plenty of good people out there making money, doing good things in the world, making a shit ton of money, doing good things in the world. Just last year in October, I spent a weekend in a room filled with people who were doing incredible things with incredible amounts of money. And there wasn't a single person in that room that I felt was evil or that wasn't spiritual. Here's the deal. If you're human, you're spiritual. <laughs> That's It's just that simple. You don't have to make more money or make less money or do more meditation or, you know, read astrology better than someone else to be spiritual. If you are human, you're spiritual. And money is a tool created by humans, so therefore money is spiritual. And if you are doing good in the world with your money, then what's not spiritual about that? God didn't give you your gifts so that you could starve. God gave you your gifts so you could thrive. He didn't provide you with your gifts of being able to intuitively pick up on things, to be a psychic or a medium or read cards for people or coach people. You weren't given these gifts so that you could lay awake all night worried about how you're going to get food on the table. You were given these gifts so that you could thrive, so that you could use it as a means to help support yourself and others. Not so that you could give away everything you got to the detriment of your own well-being and go and rescue everyone. No, and not to be a victim of your circumstances and blame it on the economy and the government and everything else. No, and not to be a bully and controlling and make sure that only you are hoarding all your money. No, we're not playing the drama cycle here with our money. Money 
is a tool to be used for good in the world. And you, my friend, are a sovereign being who gets to choose how you use that tool. Which leads me to my fourth point today. When good people make more money, they do more good in the world, period. Hands down. You cannot change the world without the tools that the world works with right now. Yes, we can meditate and we can express love and we can tap into the frequency of love, but it is a lot easier to make a big difference when you have the tools available to you. You want to go and help feed kids in Africa, it's a hell of a lot easier if you've got money to be able to go do that. If you want to help create some sort of community philanthropic event in your local area, it's a hell of a lot easier to do that if you've got money to be able to do that. You want to give back? You want to help people? You want to be an angel investor? You want to support your kids for their college fund? You want to rescue animals? Whatever it is that you want to do for good in the world, money helps you do that. And I know that that money word can stir up so much shit in our brains. But this is the point of this whole conversation is to stir it up so that you can become aware of the story you're telling yourself and shift it into something else. Shifting it into something that allows you to go out there and be brave and courageous and be committed to getting paid for your gifts so that you could do more good in the world. Having more money creates the opportunity to give back in bigger ways, to create opportunities for yourself and others, and to live your life at full blast. So I wanna know how this resonates for you. I want you to ask yourself, if I chose to believe that I am worthy of making more money because I know that I will do good things and I will be a powerful steward of money, would I be willing to go for it? And then I want to hear from you. I want to know, are you willing? Are you willing to look at these stories and to face these demons straight in the eye and recognize your sovereignty? That money is spiritual that you are spiritual, whether you choose to believe in it or not. You're a human being made of energetic frequencies that has free will to choose any frequency. That's what's make, what makes you spiritual. There's a lot of different definitions of what spirituality is, but it's really quite simple. You are connected to a universal quantum field. You are part of that field. You are not separate from it. And money is a part of that field too. So if you can choose to belong with wealth, with abundance, prosperity, use whatever word you want to, the word itself doesn't necessarily matter. It's how you choose to feel about it that matters most. So check in and are you willing? And then I want to hear from you. Comment, email me, let me know. Because I am on a mission to eradicate spiritual poverty so that good people start making more money in this world so that we can do more good in the world. Thank you for catching another episode of the Life at Full Blast podcast. I'm so grateful that you are here, that you are part of this community. And if it resonates with you, please review, subscribe, share anything that you do to move this podcast out into the world to support humanity helps. And if you are ready to choose that most extraordinary life, visit my website, cindyvanonham.com. 
But above all else, no matter what you choose to do, remember, I love you, I believe in you, and I see your power. See you next week.